Welcome. This is Pastor Danny with Word of Faith Family Church in beautiful Lander, Wyoming. Thank you for taking the time to join us today. I pray you will be energized and strengthened as you listen to God's Word. Well, welcome everyone. Hope you've been enjoying the Christmas program here today. And uh, I think we need to give them another good hand. Praise God. And how about a good hand for our teachers? Awesome. Praise God. Hallelujah. Good job, guys. I tell you, your children are in good hands here. Praise God. Here, I'll set some of this stuff aside. It's just... Uh, Children are a blessing, and it's just really neat when you uh, see them just shine, and uh, it's good. It's a blessing, and that there's a big testament to each of you parents in your homes. Um, many of you have been working with your children and, and uh, uh, you know, helping them out and helping them uh, you know, through the through the whole course of this, and I mean, I could tell, and even some of you setting where you're at, you was coaching them a little bit, so kudos to you, good job, thank you, and uh, you guys make our job a lot easier, so, um, and, and you know, that, that just shows, like a Christmas play, I was just thinking about this, as, as with the Christmas play, you know, as you've worked with your children, now... When, when parents work with your children uh, 24-7 in the home, guess what? You reinforce what's being taught to them, and you're training them. And children, guess what, guys? Uh, the world is, is trying its very best to train our children in things that uh, uh, commercialization in, in ways that they want them to go to produce, you know, their, their uh, effect of, 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 of prosperity and everything to them. But I tell you, when, we, when godly parents in the home uh, uh, continue on a daily basis to teach them in the, in the ways of the Lord, because the Bible says when we train up a child in the way they go as they grow older, Older, they'll not depart from it. And we, we see that all the time. We hear parents talking about uh, uh, children that were they taught in the home, and they might go their way at some point a little bit, do their thing, but then they come back to it because that's like a, it's like an anchor to their soul. And it's so, so important because we're talking about things for eternity, guys. Amen? And so thank you, thank you, thank you, parents, for the reinforcing the love of God and creating a haven in your home of love and of the goodness of God and the presence of God in your home so that your children can grow up in that. Praise God. You know, there's a, I know uh, families and run into families all the time. Uh, that uh, struggled uh, things in life that wasn't very good. I know I grew up in a home that wasn't, uh, uh, especially with my dad. My mom loved God, and she did her very best. But my dad wasn't th that way. And, and I grew up in a home where, uh, um, where uh, dissension was, a lot of dissension, a, a lot of hatred, a lot of uh, 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 accusations, uh, a lot of guilt, a lot of things, and a lot of fear. And that's not a good place to grow up in. But when you create a home of love and a, a, a haven of peace in your home, uh, such a blessing, praise God. And not only that, is what are, you, what are we doing? We're leaving a legacy to our children to how they are, will raise their children. 
How do we want to see that continue on in life? So it's very vital. I, I hear sometimes parents saying, well, you know, I just got to get my children in church. No, you need to get yourself in church. Because when you do, then your children sees that. And you can say, we can say all we want to say, but until they see us doing it, that's what speaks volumes. And when they see the parents doing something, they know it's meaningful to them and it's going to be something that they take on through life. So I want to encourage you, you and I, guess what, guys? We're leaving a legacy. We're passing that down. And, uh, you know, we don't want to get through with this thing called life afterwards and say, man, I wish I would have done life a little different. Because guess what? I'm seeing, I, I know none of us has ever seen our children and says, oh, my, there's me. There's many me right there. What they're doing, that reminds me what I did. Well, guess what? There might be some things in there that we want to change, and especially when children are, are young, we have, a, we have a great opportunity to do that and, uh, because we want to see um, their children, our grandchildren and great-grandchildren, raised up in the things of God, loving God, loving people, and uh, it, it's, it's, it's life-changing. Amen? So we know this thing called Christmas, praise God. Merry Christmas, everyone. We're, uh, it's knocking on our door very soon here, and uh, it, it should be a very special time of year. I know that there's a lot of uh, things sometimes that the enemy will try to bring in in remembrance of maybe those that have, have moved on to glory, have passed through this life, and, and then we begin to say, woe is me. But I can tell you what, I can tell you everyone that's, that's left this life, that knew Jesus as their Lord, they wouldn't come back for anything. They are having the time of their life, praise God. And if we, if anyone, because I've been by the bedside of those and I've seen those, that once they caught a glimpse of heaven, glory, it's like you wasn't keeping them here. We're out of here. And so a special place. So it's a very, so we know that it has to do with us, uh, uh, those thoughts and those feelings sometimes. So I want to encourage you today. You know, uh, those that's moved on, what would they What would they like you and I to do? They would like us to, to be a blessing here on planet Earth to those around us and, uh, and show the love of Jesus to those around us and the goodness of God. And, 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 and you know, I think about Jesus. What was it uh, that was foretold that Jesus w that would take place? He said, joy to, to the world, to joy be on the earth, peace and goodwill to all men. Well, guess what? That's still available to us. It's whether we choose to, to walk in that, we choose to take that, and we choose to spread that, or whether we say, oh, humbug. No, we, we, we should be a blessing to those. those are around, there's people around that are hurting. There's people around during this time of year don't know what to do. Some people that are in great need, and they need uh, an encourager sometimes, and sometimes just someone to say, hey, just want you to know that you're loved. Maybe it's picking up the telephone and just ringing it, giving somebody a call. Maybe it's sending someone a little note or whatever. Or, 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 or just you see somebody in passing. And, you know, uh, yesterday we went over to Riverton and just the Walmart, you know, even just our own, you know, little old Walmart in Riverton. Uh, hard to find a parking place. Imagine that. It's time of year. It's busy. And so sometimes it's hard to find Nice, people that are nice, right? Well, we can change that, right? We can be the one in the middle of it that, that is the nice one, praise God, and, 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 and share the, the love of Jesus to those around us. But Christmas is a very special time of year. It really is. 
And, and Christmas, now I want to say a, something, and, 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 and we have a little saying around here, it's not about religion, it's about a relationship, because we totally believe that. Religion, we know, has a lot to do with man's ways and man's order and has to be done, what the do's and don'ts and whatnot. But really, it's about a relationship with him. I just got a kind of kick out of it with the, with the guys on the video, you know, that was showing that, oh, made the connection, oh, that's the same guy. Well, it is. And thank God he followed through all the way. There was a plan that began and, and finished with him on the earth. So if I make this statement to you, don't, don't stone me, but I want you to think about this for a minute. So this, this season is not as much about Jesus as it is about us. Everything's fine in glory. Why did Jesus come for us? We were the one in need of a Savior. So I want to present to you this morning that it's not as much about Jesus as it is about us. Now we say Jesus is the reason for the season, and that's absolutely true. Because we couldn't, we couldn't have a future without him. But really, what was the meaning? What was the reason that Jesus came? Because we needed a Savior. Because we needed some help. We needed a Redeemer, right? I want to read to you Matthew, the 18th chapter, and begin reading in verse 14. It says, For the Son of Man came to save from the penalty of eternal death that which was lost. What do you think? If a man had, has a hundred sheep, and one of them is going astray and gets lost, will he not leave the ninety-nine on the mountain and go and search for that one that was lost? Will he not leave the 99, uh, uh, search for the one, that, and if it should be that he finds it truly, I say to you, he rejoices more over it than over the 99 that it did not get lost. Just so, it is not the will of my Father who is in heaven that one of these little ones should be lost and perish. And when he's talking about the little ones, he's talking about us. He's talking about those, uh, you know, that we're referred to in Scripture as sheep, right? Because he's the great shepherd. And so he came to seek and to save those that are lost. That would have been us. And if you're here today and you're in that situation that you're lost, and again, I say it's not about religion, it's about a relationship. If you're here today, I want to challenge you. If you've never accepted Jesus, you've never asked him, say, Jesus, come into my life, then the whole reason that he came is still there available to you and I. And thank God it is available to us. But you know the clock, uh, the clock of time is ticking down. It's rapidly closing down. As we get older in life, we do really realize how that life is but a vapor and how it's short, so short. As we get closer, closer, and closer to that day that we'll be departing planet Earth, it becomes, the fact becomes more and more real. The things when we're younger, it's more ob obtaining things and raising our family and taking care of it. But as we begin to grow older, we begin to evaluate things in life, what is really important. We begin to realize that we're not eternal beings in the flesh. We are eternal spirits. We've been created uh, as eternal beings, but we're home going to be? Where's eternity going to be? Is it going to be heaven or is it going to be hell? Because we know that we're all born into this world of sin. 
And that default setting, if left unchanged, eventually every one of us, if we didn't cry out to Jesus in need of a Savior, we would, our eternal home would be hell. That's not fire and brimstone. That's a fact, folks. That's just a fact because we were born into a world of sin. We're born into this Adamic nature uh, when, when, when you go back to the garden and see how that, that, very, that the very uh, um, the lease that God gave man in the garden, Adam and Eve, and then when Adam uh, committed high treason, Adam and Eve against God, they turned that lease over to Satan. And the Bible says since from that very time, even till now, that Satan is the God of this world. He doesn't own it, but he has the lease on it. And so every one of us are born into this. And so what's it take? It takes a free will, a choice of our choosing. God made us free will, will agents. He gave us all a will to choose. We can choose him or we, we can reject him. The Bible says it's not God's will that any should perish, but all should come to everlasting life. If he could, he would cause every one of our hearts to be changed and us to be born again. But he won't, can't, can't and will not force himself upon any of us. It's our choice. And when we cry out to him, say, Jesus, I see that you are that baby that came into the world. You are the one that walked 33 years on planet Earth and felt all everything that we would ever feel and was tormented and put on it and then willingly went to the cross and laid down your life and allowed those stripes to fall upon you and to be beaten and your blood to flow down you and then descend into the lowest parts of hell itself and and went locked horns with the enemy itself and all of his demons and defeated him and rose again and said, I did it for you. And it's up to us to receive what he gave us. And when we receive that, say, yes, Jesus, I am in need of a Savior. I, am, I, I don't want to spend eternity in hell. I know it's not about religion. It's about this relationship. You love me this much that you gave your son as a baby into the world to run the course and stay true to it and to be pure and lay down your life as that spotless lamb and allow your blood to be shed for my life. I receive you. Church, has, it has nothing to do with joining a church. It has to do with joining God. So it is all about us. It's about the decision that we're to make. It's not something to puff us up, to exalt us. It's about how much we need a Savior. So I want to, again, I want to challenge you if you're here today and you've never made that decision. I want to encourage you. It's the most important thing you will ever, you and I, ever do in our life. I remember exactly where I was at and the time and when it happened, when I gave my life to Jesus, when I said, I'm in need of a Savior, I've got to have help. And he came in and helped me, and from that day forward, I have had the help I need, and I know I have a promise of eternity. There's people I've talked to before, I'd say, if you, this was your last day here on planet Earth, where would you spend eternity? I've heard all kinds of answers. But the one that has a true relationship with him, with God himself, truly knows where they'll spend eternity. Do you know where you're going to spend eternity today? Do you know if this was your, if this was your last day on planet Earth, do you know that you would spend eternity in heaven? Well, he's been given for us. Another scripture is Luke 9, 56. He said, for the Son of Man did not come to destroy men's lives, but they came to save them from the penalty of eternal death. Thank God he came into this life to give us life. This is a great time of year. 
This is a good time. We enjoy it. We enjoy watching the children. We see them carrying out that this is, and folks, this is not something that, oh, that, that's a great story. This is a fact. This happened for us, for you and I. It was great pains that went into making, making uh, 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 this all happen and take place, and the enemy had no clue what was happening. The Bible said had he known, he would have never had the, the king of glory crucified. He never knew. He never knew what was happening. But when, when man committed high treason against God, God began right away to, bring, to institute a plan to bring mankind back to himself. Thank God that Jesus had started with a baby in a manger. Thank God. And the enemy knew that there was something big that was happening, but he didn't understand exactly what. And, he, and so his ploy was to what? Was to have Jesus killed at an early age. Well, I'll just have all the, 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 the men child, the firstborn, the men uh, child to be born. I don't know. There's something about these men uh, that's been born at this time that God's doing in there. I don't know what it is, but we just got to get them, just got to annihilate them, take them out so that this can be stopped. But it didn't stop God's plan. He knew. God knew. And thank God, because of his great love, he loves us so much. I want you to know today, God loves you more than the devil hates you, praise God. And God has a good plan for your life. Amen. Aren't you thankful for that? Praise God. Let's everybody stand to our feet, if we would, please. You've been so patient today, and thank you so much for joining with us in this great time. But we, we can't finish this up until we finish this that I'm talking about. If you are here today and you've never made Jesus Lord of your life, what does that mean? Have you ever accepted him as your Lord and Savior in your heart? That's not something that, 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 that you're saying, okay, I, I, I want to join the church, I want to join a quote religion. No, no, no. It has to do with Jesus. I see what you did for me. You started this thing early in life as a baby, and you came into this world for me you, you, this plan was about me, was a plan about bring, bringing me back in unity together with my heavenly, with the heavenly Father. If you've never made that commitment, if you've never said, Jesus, come into my heart, uh, we want to encourage you to do that right now. It's not something we're going to ask of you to do this, to do that, to stand on your head, to, you know, quote something. No, it's between you and the Father. So, as we're here, real quickly right now, I'd like every head bowed and every eye closed, please, and no one looking around. This has to do with searching your heart. What's the condition of your heart here this morning? And, and, and while I'm, I'm speaking, I'm telling you, if you're that one that have never accepted Jesus and never asked him to come into your heart, I'm telling you right now, right now, he's knocking. He's knocking at your door, your heart's door. Because he loves you so much. He loves you so much and has a good plan for your life. And so I want to ask you this. While every head's bowed and every eye's closed, no one looking around, please. This is just between you and the Lord. If you're here and you've never made that commitment, and you said, Pastor, I want to do that, I'm not going to call you out. I'm not going to bring, not, that's between you and the Lord. But if that's you, just real quickly, just slip up your hand. Say, Pastor, you're talking to me right now. That's me. Just raise your hand. And just be honest before God. You're just saying, God, that's me. I want to change things here this morning. I want to change things.
Secondly, if you're here today and you're not walking where you know you should, you know the things that you need to get some things right back in your life. Maybe you accepted him at some point in your life. You asked him into your heart, but it's been a long time and you've kind of went your way. I'm not talking about maybe just been unhappy with, with the way things are going here lately in your life necessarily. It could be that, but mainly that you just walked away and you know that you need to get where you need to get with the Father. If that's you here today and you've never done that, I would just like you to slip up your hand and say, Pastor, that's me. I want you to pray for me. Thank you for your, uh, uh, for, for your willingness and for your recognizing that. Thank you, Lord Jesus. All right, now we're going to do this. We're going to say a prayer publicly together, all together. And if that was you, raise your hand in one area or another. Or you didn't raise your hand, you know you should have. And you know that that was describing you exactly. And you know in your heart you need to make this commitment to the Lord. Then I want you just to mean it when we pray this prayer together. Just join in there and mean it from the bottom of your heart. You ready? Let's do this. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for loving me. I ask you to forgive me, to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I want you, Lord, to live big in me, to take the reins of my life. I lay them down at your feet this day. Thank you for loving me and forgiving me. I receive your forgiveness right now in my life. And from this day forward, I will endeavor to do my very best to follow you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. If that was you, then you just did the most important thing that you could ever do here on planet Earth. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, God will meet us where we're at. I'm so thankful for that. Amen. I'm so thankful for His love, for His goodness to us. He loves us and He cares for us so much. I want you to know that you're valuable, you're precious, you're special, and you're important to God. God has a good plan for your life. I, don't, I, I know that there's people here today that you may have been hurt and offended by other Christians or by churches, but I'm telling you what, that, that is not going to hold stock. It, it, was it right? No, it wasn't right. But I'm telling you what, it doesn't hold stock about standing before God. And he's going to say, why? And so it's important that we just realize, you know what? It's not worth it. I want to ask, you know, you know offenses sometimes come in life. And, and if we're not careful, we get offended, people, whatnot. But I want to ask you just a quick question. Have you ever offended your stomach? So after you offended your stomach, did you say, okay, that's it, stomach. You're never going to eat again. No more. I'm cutting you off. No more food for you. Have you ever had your stomach offended multiple times? Did you ever say in the midst of it, no, I'm done with you? No. But we said, you know what? I kind of need you. What if we took that same attitude with people? It's not worth it. I lay it down. It's not worth it. Oh, my. It's awful quiet in here. But I'm just telling you. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of opportunities. Every one of us have. I've had. Every one of us to be offended in life. But the important thing is, is that we just lay it down and say, Lord, you're worth more than that to me. And there's people around me 
that are worth more than that. I'm telling you, in the eyes of God, you're worth, you're valuable, precious, special, and important to God. And I want to encourage you from this day forward. We're about to go into a brand new year. What's your year going to look like? What are you going to do? You know, it's real easy to continue on the status quo. Let's just, let's just say we're going to make things new. How about that? We're going to start off on a fresh start. We're going to begin to go a whole new direction. We're going to begin to change this thing. We're going to begin to change our legacy. We're going to begin to change some things. I'm not going to be hard-headed about this. I'm going to be open. I'm going to say, Lord, have your way. Amen. I don't care how much it hair lips the devil. Praise God. He's under my feet anyway. Amen. We love you guys. Thank you so much. Um, we want you to know that we have some coffee and cookies out there. Other Bill brought, baked a bunch of uh, Christmas cookies and things. And, and, and then don't forget next Sunday, our, our Christmas dinner. Uh, Pastor Michael's going to say something here in closing, so hang on just a minute. No, such a good word. Amen. That's awesome. Praise God. Again, we're so glad that you guys are here today. Just wanted to invite you um, that, you know, there's some options for you to be able to continue to join in with us. Um, we're streaming every Sunday. That's an option for you as well. We do a, put a podcast out. If you're a podcast listener, you can go check it out if you drive to Riverton or whatever on your job. Um, but lots of different options. We'd love to connect with you more and just are so glad that you're here. Uh, let's pray as we go, and then we'll grab some treats and some coffee. God, thank you so much for this day that you've given us. Lord, we honor you. We thank you so much for this Christmas season and that you're just so good that you love us so much. Lord, we give you all the glory and praise and honor. Thank you for a wonderful, blessed day and the sun shining outside. Lord, in Jesus' name we say amen and amen. Merry Christmas to you. Have a wonderful day. It's been a joy having you with us today. We pray you've been blessed by spending the time in God's Word. Always remember, you're valuable and precious, special and important to Him.